welcome to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies and TV shows, current events, and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. I don't know if it's picking up. That was my wife uh, with her slides walking around the house. So what's going on, people? I'm back at it again. You already know what it is. You, you can walk. You don't have to be eerily quiet. It's fine. Hasn't been a part of the podcast already with his meowing and shit. Uh, so what happened today? Well, you know, did my work shit, yada, yada. Um, then I came home and got to watch Real Madrid beat Juventus in turn. So that was interesting. Ronaldo had a sick overhead bicycle kick. Fucking get ready for a meme with that one. That's definitely going to be a gif. Is it it a gif or a gif? I never know. Well, on this podcast today, I'm going to have my boy Colby, man. We're going to talk about some stuff because he was listening to my previous podcast. And he wanted some stuff. He had some stuff he wanted to talk about. So we're going to have that conversation. That's going to be fun. So look out for that. You'll probably hear the phone call when it comes through. So, yeah, man. So yesterday we went to our uh, to the local flea market here. I say local, but it's actually like the biggest one in the state of Florida. It's pretty. It was pretty crazy, man. Like we woke up late. Well, not we. I woke up late. Felt like sleeping a little bit. I went down the YouTube black hole. Man, YouTube can really suck you in. Like I started at like Craig Ferguson, like the the former late night guy, and I ended up watching like. 10 most mysterious things caught on tape, which was stupid because then I had to watch like cartoons and shit because I live in the forest and I didn't want to hear like a random crick and all of a sudden I'm awake for the rest of my life because I refuse to sleep ever again and just die at like 65 because of lack of sleep and rest. But anyways, so yeah, so yesterday we ended up going to the market, um, to the flea market, the local flea market here in Webster. And it was pretty cool. Like, we had never been to it before, but uh, terrible planning on my part. I should have just woke up with my alarm hit instead of just thinking snooze. It was a bad idea. So we ended up going there around noon, and it ended up being hot as fuck. Like, it was stupid hot. Like, you know what's so hot? Like, you even got to squint with sunglasses on. I was wearing a hat and sunglasses, and I'm still squinting because the, the gravel and everything's bright white. So the sun's like almost bouncing off of it and you could barely see. It was fucking terrible in that sense. But it was pretty cool. Like they had fresh fruits, you know, from uh, local farmers here. They had a bunch of, you know, you know how some most flea markets are. They had a bunch of knickknacks and a bunch of random different things. But uh, I think that I think me and my wife found the most surprising was the fact that they had guns. Like it was just weird, like. They had like this little, I guess you can call it like a chest, armoire, I don't know, like this little glass case of a bunch of guns in there. It had like, and on the side it had shotguns and different sets of different rifles and all this shit. And it was just weird. I'm like, I didn't know, first of all, I didn't know you could sell guns at flea markets. Like what's what's the, you know, me being the, the lefty or whatever you want to call it. Like, what's this? Is somebody, how do I know there isn't a body on the gun on this gun? Like, how do I know these guns weren't used to kill people? Like, what's the background check on this? Like, how do I know these guns are even legal? Like, how do I know the, any of these guns are registered? I just had questions. I didn't ask any of them because I was a little intimidated because these were all 65-year-old white dudes that looked like they, they knew what they were talking about, and I didn't want to ask stupid-ass questions and look, and look dumb. So... Kind of, I held one, I think I held a Ruger in my hand, thought it felt pretty good, then checked in on my voice, because I don't know, like, I was in the military, but I don't know much about handguns, like, it's never really been my thing, you know, I always had, like, my M- M16 or my M4, which is an AR-15 or whatever, for the for the civilian side, so, you know, did some more walking through, and it was, it was cool, uh, bought some, uh, I think we bought some huge fucking peppers, some red and green peppers, we put them... We put them in the fridge when we got home. Gonna cut them up and uh, and roast some chicken with it. But yeah, man, it was pretty cool. So we did that for about an hour and forty-five minutes, and thirty minutes of that was just walking back to the car. <laughs> it felt like we were almost crawling in our minds, just 
make it to the car because it was so stupid hot. Just dumb, ignorant hot. Like, it felt like it was 150 degrees. It was crazy. So we come back to the house, and then we chill out, and we watch Spider-Man. Wife hadn't seen it yet, so we caught up, or got caught up on that because, you know, in a couple weeks, we got Infinity War coming out. So I had to check that out. And then, oh, excuse me. And then today, I had to work, came home, watched Real Madrid beat uh, Juventus 3 nothing. Juve. I, w- I want to check out that Netflix documentary that they have on them about like the under the under 21, like the, the young group of Juventus and how they came up and all that stuff. You know, because if you haven't caught up on this podcast or understand that, I, I love soccer. I love football. And anything I could get, like I even tried watching the the Canadian thing, like Twenty One Force or some some shit like that on Netflix. Couldn't do it. The acting was terrible. I I, I made it through one episode and I was falling asleep. Like it was a, a forty five minute episode and it took me three hours because I kept like zoning in and out. But that was whatever. So yeah, so now getting ready. Now. I wasn't going to talk about this because it's been talked to ad nauseum from the experts and stuff like that. But, you know, this is the fan. This is a fan sided version of stuff like this. How disappointed am I that Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson are fighting for the fourth time? Not really that disappointed, man, because I never believed it was going to happen. Like it just if a fight falls through this many times, I'm not that excited about it. Like, oh, man, but Khabib, yeah, no, I get it. Khabib's amazing, and he wrestles people down to the ground, and he breaks their soul. I don't, he's more, he's a more aggressive version of GSP. Like, I I don't know. I don't, obviously, he's 24, 25, and 0. He's getting ready to fight Max Holloway. Cool, but I don't know. Like, I guess being a Conor McGregor fan, I'm excited to see that fight if it ever happens, Conor and, uh, and Khabib, but... I just, I don't see the myth behind them, right? Like, the guy's a savage. Like, if you don't know his story, he wrestled bears growing up. He has, like, a, he had a pet, a pet bear, I guess you could say. Not really a pet bear because he was out in the jungle, but that, like, he had as a, as a kid. He would wrestle him, let the bear go. The bear comes back every couple years and, like, recognizes him, and they still wrestle and play around. Like, that man wrestles bears. He could, he could... Polly picked me up like a little twig and throw me through this table like I ain't shit. That's all good and well. And he's probably going to be a huge star. And I hope for the UFC, he's going to be a huge star. He wears that awesome Russian hat. I don't know the name of it. So, And he's from Dagestan. And I get it. That's all cool. But part of me is hoping Max Holloway wins just because I love going for the underdog. Like, I love seeing like when Holly Holm fought uh, Ronda Rousey. Me and my wife were going for Holly Holm. And so on and so forth. When Brian Ortega beat Frankie Edgar, me and my wife were going for Brian Ortega. Like, we, I just, we've always been a fan of underdogs. You know, my, my wife always kind of knows what's going to happen with it all. Rose and Joanna, eh, we'll see what happens. Not that excited. We'll I just, I've been kind of blah about the UFC for, I don't know, 18 months. Like it's just weird. I don't know. Like I'm not. I'm not as excited about it as I want to be. Like I want to be more excited. I'm gonna watch the fight just because you know I'm a, I'm a hardcore. But it's just a it's just a weird thing where it, it just it feels like a fight is that curse. Like it just throws like a different kind of thing on it. You know. And props to to Khabib man for taking this fight. He didn't need to. But what I was this is what I was what I was telling my wife earlier was that I don't like how all of a sudden it's for the official title, right? Because now there's what possibly three? There was three titles in in one weight class. I don't understand. I don't for the life of me. And again, no, I'm not saying anything original. This isn't anything reporters and other MMA fighters and pundits have said. But why do you make interim titles? Like, what's the point of it? What, what? Just have your ranking. Let the ranked fighters fight each other or unranked fighters have up and comers, whatever. Have the young eat the old and all that shit. But t- when you make three interim titles and you're af- and you're afraid to say. That you're stripping Conor McGregor and you're just saying that it's for the official title. It just makes no sense. Right? Tony Ferguson got hurt in a freak accident. However, it happened, he ripped up his LCL. 
Hope he prayers and all that stuff. Hope he heals up. But a year ago, Khabib ate like shit and didn't make weight. You know the whole tiramisu gate. I guess you can call it. Like that's that's worse and more disrespectful to anybody than getting hurt. Like you can't help when you get hurt. Like I could leave my house tomorrow, and anything can happen. Every no, none of these days are promised to us. But the one thing you could control is your weight. And for them to get behind. Khabib the way he has because he wrestles people down and breaks their soul like he did to Edson Barbosa and and uh, Michael Johnson. No, I get it. Like he's a savage and he's a beast, but he's he did a worse offense than what than what Tony did. What Tony did is is just a freak accident. Like it's it's just what happened. Khabib's pulled out twice and now Tony's pulled out twice and now Tony's made out to be the the, the fall guy. You know that, that's how Khabib framed it. Like oh shut your mouth, hey bro. Maybe don't eat tiramisu last year and you guys would have fought by now. You know what I mean? That was on you. You almost fucking died because of your own fault. Like that that has nothing to do with Tony. And I'm not I'm not coming from a Tony side, but that that's bullshit. Like Tony worked his ass off, has twelve fights in a row to fucking to to be the number one contender for a heavy, for a featherweight championship and should have for a lightweight champion and it should have been you, but you ate like shit and almost died. Like who's Who's more at fault? And now you're going to get the official title. Why? Like, I don't understand that. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I'm like, look, he's 25 and 0, and he's well-deserved of a title shot. But to get the official title shot when they put the shit on Tony against Kevin Lee, who was an eighth or seventh-ranked fighter, like, it just doesn't make sense. It's so disorganized and so disoriented. I don't know. I don't understand how one fighter disoriented everybody that much. Listen, Conor McGregor is... A hell of a draw, a hell of a star, and a hell of what he's done is unparalleled in in combat sports. I'm not taking anything away from him, but that just shows how weak your plan is when one person can destroy it, right? Like I was watching Desus and Murrow, uh, they were interviewing John Cena yesterday, right? Wrestling's been going on for however long 50, 60 years, whatever, maybe longer than that with the freak shows of like people wrestling bears and. The traveling circus and all that stuff. Yeah, or big guys, all that stuff. But, like, professional wrestling the way it is, yes, it's a soap opera, and obviously it's fake. Uh, spoiler alert. But the, look at the stars that have come through. The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Bruno San Martino. Just, the list goes on and on and on. Wrestling doesn't stop. Wrestling still makes money. Yes, they take hits in the ratings and shit like that. But... When you're 20 years, right, 98, say 98, 99, when you're 20 years invested and one fighter comes in and one person destroys your whole fucking thing when you have 650 to 700 fighters on your card, that's the onus is on you. You're not making the stars. One, one fighter shouldn't destroy a company. Like one, it, sh- it shouldn't happen. That's just bad planning. You weren't prepared to have a superstar is your biggest mistake. You didn't plan for every contingency. And now, because Connor doesn't want to fight back because he made over $100 million fighting Floyd Mayweather, which you let him do. And now you put, it just, it doesn't make sense to me, man. Like, you can't, you cannot be prepared to never see Connor again. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't like that Tony was, now Tony's stripped, now Tony has, I know how the UFC has always done the same shit. They'll have this stigma, oh, oh, he's not ready. And stupid ass fans will be like, oh, he was scared when no motherfucker, he was there last year, ready to fight him. And and, and Khabib disrespected him by not making weight and not eating how he should have eaten. It's a meticulous sport. It's a one-man sport. You have no, you make a freak injury, you have a freak injury. Look at the shit that's happened to C.B. Dalloway. Damn near broke his spine in an elevator. Like shit happens to everybody every single day. The one thing you can control is what you put into your body. And that's where Khabib failed. So that's always going to be one thing that I'm going to hold against him. Yes, it happened one time and all this other shit. It might have happened other, that, that I can think of, or at least against this. And he got hurt against Tony uh, uh, before he fought Tony, too. So don't be talking all this shit now because you it just it, I don't like it, man. It just bothers me. <sighs> I didn't I didn't realize I was going to get that that passion and that emotional about that. But it, it just makes me mad, man. Like, it just doesn't make fucking sense to me. Like, how do you give, how do you strip the title from him when you gave it to him because you're not man enough to be like, hey, Connor, you wanna, you wanna, uh, you wanna come on back? Yeah, I know I've been bald since I was 22, but you wanna come back? Come on, it's Dana White. Please answer my call. Come on, man. Have a better plan than that, dude. You made $400 million 
And now you can't plan because you don't have one fighter. Your draws are terrible. Your posters are terrible. What the fuck has happened here, man? Is it all the new company that bought you? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. I, I have no huge thing of wanting to see these fight this fight. But I'm going to because, eh, well, fuck it. Like, because I want to see the amazing. I'm, I'm only reason why, we're, why I'm gonna watch, why I really want to watch this fight now is to see Max Holloway win because that would be amazing. He'd be the second two, two-way title champ, two-way title holder, and he has the beeline to Conor McGregor, which is the last person who beat him. I mean, that'll be amazing. And to have that in Hawaii or Ireland, it'd be great. It's even a great a, a great draw if it's in Russia and Ireland if Khabib wins. You know, it's it'll be insane, man. I'm looking forward to it in a way. But it just, it front, like, I'm looking forward to the actual fight. But everything else of it bothers me. Ah, oh, man. And, of course, another thing. Motherfucker. This has just been a bad couple of days for fights, man. Ah, Canelo, or as my boy Ula just said, Canelo. Fucking Alvarez, bro. Listen, I watched the fight last last year. Watched it at my boy's at my boy's house. My wife, we were all excited for it, the Triple G and Canelo fight. And now that fight's not happening. Canelo was, I mean, so clearly on, clearly roided out. He lost the first fight. He needed any advantage. Like this, this is my theory. I don't say whatever the fuck I want to say. So now. It looks terrible on boxing because for the first time, they actually enforced their doping rules, which is weird. I saw I saw Max Kellerman on ESPN last week, kind of putting the onus of like, I'm, I'm boxing like, well, this, are you gonna enforce it or are you gonna not? Like this this is gonna look on boxing. So when boxing is that, how do I say this? Like bullshit worthy, you know what I mean? Like when they just make up the rules as they go along. It just it turns me off even more to boxing. You just you're gonna let a a judge call it for Canelo when he clearly lost the first fight, and then now the rematch is canceled because he 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 fucking took all the roids in the world, right? All all the was it clembuterol, right? Which I guess they put in the in the in the beef in Mexico. Which I gotta see this, these fucking bulls. They must have abs and traps like a motherfucker. It must look like a bunch of Phil Heaths out there. But now he's, he's they had to pull out of the fight. I mean, we, I knew that was going to happen already when last week they were refunding the money in the hotels. Right? Like, the writing was on the wall for this shit. And I'm not that excited about seeing a Canelo fight again because isn't every other fight going to be viewed as tent, as tent, uh, tainted? Oh God, I wish I could speak English again. I don't know, man. I'm not going to go too far on that because for what? The fights all fights canceled. Now Triple G had to fight in another opponent, and then Golden Boy can act like it was the boxing commission's fault or somebody else's fault. Well, the fight was canceled when it was his own fighter taking roids or eating a shit ton of steak. Like, how do you get that? It was like ten times the limit in his second test. I don't know, man. It's out of fucking hand. <sighs> Anyways, in a couple minutes, well, like I. In the next second on this podcast, I have my boy Kobe on, and we'll be talking guns, chainsaws, and some random shit. It'll probably be mostly random. I mean, like I was saying, I'm glad they can't ever uh, know what we were talking about before I hit this record button, man. <laughs> so what's going on, Kobe? All right. Oh, man. Beautiful, beautiful April afternoon. First of all, it's the evening here, sir. It's gonna be uh evening, evening. You yeah. know, it's uh start off seventy eight and it's gonna get down to about I don't know, forty degrees tonight. Well, I don't so, I, April. I one hundred percent don't think anybody cares about the weather in Louisiana right now. <laughs> this this isn't that kind I, of neither do I. Neither do I. <laughs> yeah, except for you almost dying in, in Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> no, you definitely don't want to go out with sour cream and hot sauce on the side of your face. Right. Right. This well, is I how look, I, g- I look down. I look down the table to see Judas and I see Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Today. 
Not today, not today, Ebola. Not today. Not today. Not today. But yeah, man. What's up, man? Not much, man. So uh, I know we were talking earlier about about the podcast I did last week, the whole chainsaw massacre, and uh, and I, I know you don't, I know you ain't into soccer and everything. So I wanted to get your take on it, man, because you know we talked about it. Said that you like some of my point of views, and you're, you know, what I mean, you you you're a person who uh who I can talk to about pretty much everything. You know, you ain't you ain't the crazy type. So tell me what you thought about it, brother. Thing, and I, I thought that was interesting about hitting your face with a chainsaw. Yeah, um, yo, that shit scared me, bro. Like I was like, I just, I, like, I was like, my fuck, I just bought a chainsaw. Like this is a story I need to hear before. They, he, I don't, you mean, you mean they, didn't, they didn't do a background check on you? No, uh, mental <laughs> <laughs> No, no, they didn't. They just load. Okay. They, I went to Home Depot. They just let me buy a chainsaw. That's a murder weapon. <laughs> my fuck is crazy out here. Yeah. Um, if you get your face cut by a chainsaw, then, then that was probably what was always going to happen. That was God's will right there. That's right. <laughs> man, I, I, it, it's fun, man. I, I, I don't own a chainsaw. I got a buddy of mine who works for Steel, the, the, you know, the big orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Small, small engines and stuff like that. And uh, he always had a couple. He had a couple chainsaws. I'd get a bar his, man. But it's, it's nothing like. A brand new chainsaw cutting something about cutting through wood like that, man. It's, uh, it's a it's a powerful feeling. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Just to think about you know, back in the day how how they how people would just build shit with a with a saw like a hand saw. Yeah. I mean, I cut down some pretty big trees, and I'm thinking it takes me 45 minutes to to cut this up. And these these people used to do this by hand. Yeah, and imagine the people who used to do that shit with like an axe, just like just axe right. axe and. and- like, the trees, like the, the big giant, like the giant redwoods and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy, brother. It's crazy. Yeah, like how the fuck? Yeah, you you were definitely a giant. You definitely some different shit. You cut down an axe, cut down a redwood with an axe. Be there forever. Forearms bigger than forearm bigger than ninety five percent of people's bodies. That shit was crazy. That's right. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much should. It should be your time to go. No, nah, we haven't cut anything down. It's still in the. It's actually still in the packaging. Like it's still, it's still in the thing. We haven't used it yet because we didn't have the time to do it. I was, you know, running back and forth with this job shit, and then, uh, and then on it was Easter weekend. My wife had family over. I went to go see my mom. So probably in the next couple of weeks, I'll get down to it. We just have some stuff we got to cut down because we want to make like uh some stuff. So we already like we had some branches cut down. And we want to like make some chairs and some tables and stuff, some benches. So we want to cut some stuff like that. But we'll see how it goes down. Damn. Yeah. You cut trees down to, to like make shit, man. Yeah, yeah. We cut trees down to make shit. Yeah. Trees down to have more room. Yeah, I know. No, nah, I know. We did that already. Living off, living off the land. A hundred percent, brother. A hundred percent. That's actually that's actually the five ten year plan is to have a garden. And grow all different types of shit and, you know, and have our own chicken coop and have our own chickens and all that type of shit, man. Grass-fed, grass-fed chicken and eventually some grass-fed, uh, yeah. grass-fed, I want to say grass-fed beef because we don't have the, all that land for, like, for cows and stuff because we got a lot of trees so they don't have enough space to graze. Yeah. But, you know, we're actually thinking about going to see a, there's a local butcher here, going to see what he's got working and see how that goes. Because it's going to be grass-fed because I got a number of cr- Tons and tons of cows around me, so it's not gonna be any farm cow. You know what I mean? Like, they're not gonna be in a, in a little in a little house just waiting to die. There's a lot. It's gonna be a lot of grass fed cows. So right. that that beef is gonna definitely taste a lot a lot a lot more better. Let's say it like that, a lot more tender. More better. Like more better. More yeah. better. That's, uh, that's that you have that that you have that land and that um. That availability or that you, know, you can do, you can do stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, man, it's definitely different, man. You know, growing up, I'm a, I'm a city kid, right? Like all my life, I've been a city kid, and now to have this afforded to me is kind of crazy. You know, to 
to be in a position where I could I could farm my own land and and all that type of shit. Like the people here are so are, are weirdly nice. Like I told you about my neighbor, the one that uh that called me a spick. I told you about that one. Um, he actually offered to uh to cut my grass, man. And he's gonna like he's gonna come out here, seventy five year old white dude. He's gonna come out here tomorrow, and cut all cut all my grass, man, because we don't have a lawnmower yet. And he's got a riding mower. He's like, yeah, I'll come on over, cut all your weeds down, and and cut the tree, cut the grass real low. I was like, how much? He was like, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's just what neighbors do. Like, all right, man. <laughs> That's how it starts. Yeah, exactly. Like as long as he doesn't put no fucking burning burning uh cross on my yard, I'm cool. That's a that's too much of a cleanup. I don't. I, it's too much ash is the first thing I think about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Call it calls me over. Hey, we're having uh we're having fried chicken tomorrow. If you want to come over, How, how'd you know I like fried chicken? <laughs> Type of shit. But I promise you, if I see one teacup, one fucking teacup in that house, I'm out. I'm not getting in the sunken place. Fuck all that. That's that's just not happening, man. Nah, but it was, it was weird, dude. Like yeah, he, like we ran into him yesterday. Before we went to the flea market, we went to the flea market out here, bro. They were, I talked about it earlier on the podcast, but uh, there was a flea market out here. They sell guns at the flea market, right? They had like these older older people had like a bunch of guns, obviously white, because I don't let no no brothers or no or no Jose's sell guns just openly like that. Yeah. But but uh, he had a, they had a bunch of guns. It was just like I never seen that before. Like I've been to a bunch of flea markets because you get a, you could get some good shit there, like furniture that you could refurbish and things like that. Th- there was just guns being sold openly, like shotguns, some AR-15s. Uh, they had Rugers. They they had a bunch. They had a forty-four caliber. They had all these different shit, and it made me think about. It was funny that we talked about it earlier too, me and you. It made me think like, yo, what's the background process on this? Like I could just buy this gun. Like, there, is there going to be a bot? How do I know this is even registered? How do I know there isn't, like, this wasn't used in a crime? Like, how do I know any of this shit? I, this is obviously se- second or third hand. So I was like, man, like, this is, like, I've, I've been to probably 10 to 15 flea markets in my life. And I grew up in Miami where the hood is so the hood shit happens, right? I've never seen some shit like that, like, guns being openly sold in a place like that. Like, uh, you know, we have... What is it? The gun? What's that shit called, man? When the gun conventions or whatever the shit, whatever that shit is, we have that all like every month here. Yeah, exactly. We have that all the time around here. But I've never seen it like that because you know that's that's kind of like that's regulated. Like there's cops out there, and you gotta get permits and all that different type of shit. But I never seen it like that. I was like, man, that's crazy. So that's what I was thinking back to my podcast from last week, and it's funny enough that we talked about it earlier. Was because I went on that little rant about guns, and I and I, I read your take on it, but I wanted to know if you wanted to share it with with the people, man, what you what we were talking about. Yeah, uh, man, what you were saying earlier about the about the, like the flea market selling guns and stuff like that. I'm not sure. I know that we um, there's all kinds of gun shows, man. They yeah. do and they pop up. You know, probably I would I would I would definitely say even weekly. Around here, that you could just go to one, um, and, and every couple of years, every couple of months or so, they'll have a real big one. And um, I'm not sure about background checks. Um, I know there's a thing called a gun show loophole, um, where a lot of states don't require background checks um, because it's a private individual right. that's selling it. Mm-hmm. You know, now I don't know if I don't know if they could sell, you know, anything. I don't know if it's just on handguns or shotguns. You know, I, I don't. I don't know the the logistics and the, the, the legalities of all that. Right. Uh, but I know. I do know that when you, you know, a federal law requires licensed dealers to conduct background checks. But but individuals at a gun show, I'm sure there's some type of regulation on it. I doubt it's as strict as going to a dealer. You know, an arms dealer or whatever. Right. So what? What I? What I've. Uh huh. Now what? What I've heard from like I, I have a couple friends that are cops, and I reach out to them because I don't I don't ever try to like 
I don't ever try to go up with my point of view of like with my point of view of like, oh, I'm right and you're wrong. You know what I mean? Like there's there's things I don't know, right? Like I'm not I'm not that comfortable shooting a handgun. I probably could do it, but just because I've never really shot one, right? Like when I was in the military, we shot the bigger guns. We shot AR-15s. You know what I mean? Squad on it was like the saws, like the full, like fully automatic weapons and shit like that. You know, we we always thought so handguns. I'm not I don't I'm not as knowledgeable on. So I talked to my friends and they're like, well, I talked to my friends and people who own guns and they what from what they tell me that are people that are police officers that the gun shows here in Florida because every state is different, right? There's no there's no mandated thing besides licensed gun shops, right? For the, for gun shows, they're supposed to be, allegedly supposed to be a three day waiting period. Different states are different, but the way I look at it, right, is if I, I mean I don't know how that works. Cause I've never bought a gun at a gun show, so I'm working off full disclosure. I'm working off like pure ignorance with this shit. Like if if I'm a businessman, right, and I'm trying and I'm counting on this money for to, from the sale of this gun to go through, I'm probably not gonna wait three days, right? Like, and that's that's most people's position, like. If you have all these guns and you're selling them, it's the very likely that you need the money, right? So I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how it works. If like if you get the money right then and then you have to wait three days to get the gun, but if that's the case, then as the person buying it, motherfucker, you might not be there when in those three days come, and I just lost three four hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know how that whole process works. So like what I was saying on the last podcast. Yeah, I never, I never thought about that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I, I that's how that's how I think about it, shit. Like I think about it rationally. I think about it like if I was the one in that situation, right? Like if I'm selling you if I'm selling you a gun, right? But it's at a gun show, but I gotta wait three days to give it to you and you give me the money, there's a chance like if I'm on some hood and I'm if I'm in that situation, there's a chance I'm probably not gonna be there in three days and he just lost the money. You know what I mean? Cause oh, yeah. I'm the, the, yeah, I'm I'm picking a moving and I'm gonna give you a number with one digit off that looks real similar. You know what I mean, and then then you can't ever find me, and then that's it. Like, there's nothing else to, to, that can happen because what are you gonna do? You try to buy a gun at a gun show, and there's I, there's no recourse for it because right. you're buying it from a private owner. So it's it, all you did is get scammed, I, right? Like that has to happen. You know, and it's it's just yeah, a hundred percent. That's that's the conversation that I, I, those are the type of conversations I want to get into. Like, all right, cool. You wanna you wanna die for your gun? All right, cool. But tell me the logistics of it all. Like, help me understand why this is so important. I'm not talking about you specifically, right? Because the mistake people make is, my point of view is all the left is all the left's point of view, or your point of view is all the right's point of view. That's not really like only you know your point of view because only you know your fucking life. Like, if you have a gun because you have a family, and you you're trying to protect your daughter and your wife, 100% given. But like I was telling you earlier, there's probably a, if you look at 30 year friends, there's Probably about five to five to eight of them that probably shouldn't have a gun because they either have like drinking problems or they got anger, anger issues. You know what I mean? Different types of shit. And you got dumbass friends like that video you showed me earlier with that dude getting shot in his car, which is fucking terrible, by the way. You know what I mean? Like you have when you have the ability for everybody to get a, get the gun, you you allow the ability for more stupid people to have a gun. You know what I mean? And I, I just I don't. That's that's my whole thing is like not everybody not everybody should have a gun because not because not everybody should drive a car. You get what I'm saying? And that's that's one thing that you said that you agreed with me on, which I was like hearing that I'm right. So I get I let you go ahead and tell me what what you thought about because I know I went off a little bit. I, no, go ahead. Well, you know the so you know I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to think of how I would say it. I, with the, with the Second Amendment, and, and you know, you have the, like you said, the extremes on both ends, the left and the right. You have the extreme right people that are like, you're not taking my guns, and, and that's all that these people want to do is, is take guns, and the left is like, no, we don't want to take your guns. The people on the right think that's exactly what they want to do to take our guns. It's usually, it's always some, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm all for, for doing you get a gun, 
and, and, and that all sounds great on paper. And as we talk about it, it's like, oh, man, that's a good idea. But bad guys who want guns, good guys who want guns, anybody who wants guns is going to still be able to get it. Right. You know, um, the, the, thing with, the thing that irritates me is, is, is a lot of these people who, you know, say, oh, we, that, who don't, know, don't really know, don't know much about guns, saying, well, we just need to regulate, you know, we need to ban all semi-automatic weapons. It's like, well... Every every weapon beyond a like an old school revolver, like you know, like Clint Eastwood Wild Wild West right. type movie. Yeah. But beyond a revolver or a shotgun, I mean every 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 weapon is semi automatic. You know, there's a when when one round is shot, it, another one is chambered, that's considered semi automatic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um so people who people who say that it's like, Oh well we need to ban all semi automatic weapons and then you say, well, what about handguns? They say, no, handguns are okay. Like, a handgun is technically a semi-automatic weapon. Yep. So people, I think people should do a little more research. You know, um, that that kind of irritates me. And then another thing, um, I don't I don't watch Fox News. I'm not one of those crazy guys who watch Fox News and believe everything they say. And the same thing, I don't watch CNN and believe everything they say. Because those are, like you said, those are the extreme right and left. Yep. Usually everything falls somewhere in the middle. Um, but this, like this, um, this Stone and Douglas, this, this shooting that happened down here, down in Florida. Right. That's terrible. You know that stuff like that. It's awful. It's the, it shows the, the worst part of, of the human race. Um, but these, this David Hogg kid who who, who goes on TV and, and he starts, you know, he starts criticizing the NRA and, and, and saying stuff like. They could have blood on their faces, and, and they don't care about us kids being killed. Like, I don't think he should be saying that kind of stuff. That that doesn't help. That doesn't help his cause. Right. But if you want to, like you said, if you want to sit down and, and talk about gun regulation and stuff, that's not the way to go about it. And and I feel like some of the the far left are using this kid as a puppet because they're saying, what they'll say is, they'll say, oh, let him get out there and criticize the RA, and criticize Marco Rubio, and say, my life is only worth a dollar five. And then when somebody tries to counteract his point, they say, oh, you can't go after this kid because he's a victim and he suffered. And, and I, I feel for him. I, I can't say I understand. I know what it's like because I don't. God forbid me ever have, or me or my child ever have to go through that. I don't wish that on anybody. But at the same time, He's, he's out there in the news and he's putting himself out there. You can't, you can't on one hand, criticize and, 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 and talk about people and say that, you know, all conservatives are this, that, and the other, and then at the same time hide behind, oh, well, he's just a child. You know, you got to do one with the other. Right. You know? So, so what, what, what I, what I let, me, let me jump in there for a second. So, with the, with the David Hawkett, I, 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 I get, I get what you're saying with all that. But I think where where we differ in opinions is that they're not they're not the people who are attacking them aren't the ones who believe in like sensible gun regulations, right? Like the the ones that are attacking them are the ones that believe guns shouldn't be touched at all in any way whatsoever. And like I looked, I've looked at like different polls and stuff like that. I think I don't want to pull numbers out of my ass, but the vast majority of NRA members actually believe in gun regulation, right? Because most, yeah, let, let's put it like, let, I'll put it like this, like, most NRA members know what they're talking about with guns and stuff like that, and they, and they, and they themselves have that common sense that not everybody should have a gun, right? Like, and if they do, they need to be trained on it and so on and so forth. But the, where the issues change is when they start, like, like the chick from, uh, not chick, cause the lady from, uh, from Fox News, Laura Ingram, who like made fun of him because right. he, he has a 4.2 GPA, you know what I mean? Like. You can attack them on the issues, but when you're a 40 year old woman and you're attacking a 17 year old because he's not going, he didn't get to like three colleges or whatever. That's where the issue is different, right? Like they, the old, the issue that I have with it is like if attack his points, a hundred percent, have that debate. And the people who say you can't have that argument or have that debate with him because he's young, no, because you're right. He brought himself into the forefront and to be the spokesperson for this, like him and Emma Gonzalez, you know what I mean, and all these other kids that. Are showing true, in my in my opinion, true courage, right? You can attack them on on the points that they say, but when they bring up the point that Marco Rubio did take two million dollars from the NRA, 
and him say, oh, they invested in my ideas. Sir, I know Marco Rubio. He doesn't have any ideas until the NRA gives it to him. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's where it's different. It's like, the the NRA does, when the NRA, like, let's, let's look at it, like, again, let's look at it like me and you would, right? If somebody gives you $2 million, I say I'm funding your campaign. You're gonna, they're gonna have a heavier say in your speeches and the way you, you know what I mean, and the way you go about it because you can't criticize them, right? You can't outright criticize them when they've given you that money. But it's not the NRA members that actually have an issue, right? It's the NRA, like I always call it like the board of the NRA or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like it's them who dictate what what they should what the NRA believes because we don't hear from other NRA members, right? We hear from Wayne Lapierre. Or Dana Loesch. That's the only two people we hear from. It's good to hear. Like, my, my stepfather's a, a NRA member. I hear from him. It's a totally different conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not it's not this thing where, yes, you can criticize them for saying, oh, NRA members have blood on their face and all that shit. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But when you when you start attacking the character of him, you get what I'm saying? Like, he's still, he's still a kid in that sense. We have, when she when she when she tweeted that about him not getting accepted into those four colleges, that was that she shouldn't have done that. And you know, she went back and she she apologized and, and said that you know she admitted that that was she shouldn't have done that. And and then he comes back out and, and it's kind of like you know well um yeah, he goes he goes I'm not I'm not accepting her apology because the only reason she's apologizing is what is because the advertisers started jumping out which. Right. Which is kind of true. And then, and then he starts, you know, he starts, yeah. Well, you know, then he starts calling for her. He's like, you know, she needs to apologize to LeBron James because of that comment. She oh, made shut up and dribble. Yeah. Before the shooting. Even yeah. No, nah, I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't. He's like, what, where, where's LeBron's apology? It's like, dude, now, now you're getting off, getting off course with it. Yeah. And, and another, you know, like you said, you, you can't attack him personally or his. Yeah, you can you can attack his you can you can you can one hundred percent attack his ideas because that leads to a good debate. But when you start attacking the character, that means your ideas don't hold up hold water to the debate, right? Like if I'm if me and you are on opposite sides, like real like real opposite sides of shit, right? And I've run out of ideas, I'm like, man, fuck Kobe. Kobe ain't shit. Man, you know you know Kobe's just from Mississippi. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start I'm gonna start this. Like disregarding who you are as a person, so your so your ideas because you beat me in the argument, you know what I mean. I'm gonna start attack. I'm gonna start attacking it that way, and that's that's where they're. I think not them because it's all the same people. That's where we're making the mistake of attacking the character. Like all these kids are saying, because I watched a couple hours of that speech, right? I'm not his speech, but like the the march for our lives. At no point, at no point did they say gun ban, right? Like I I didn't hear it. And the, and the hours and the speeches that I saw, I saw a girl get up there nervous as shit and throw up all over herself. Though, I saw that and that was awkward. So, you know what I mean? Like I, I saw these different and they're just calling for sensible gun regulation. And the fact that the far right won't even have that conversation. I mean, after Sandy Hook and after Parkland and or Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, you know what I mean? All these Columbine, all these things. When the only thing offered is thoughts and prayers for the people who can, you know, regulate it. Is is disingenuous to me. You know, you get what I'm saying. Like for the people to say, "Oh, it's a mental health issue." All right, cool. It's a mental health issue. Then why did the Congress and Senate in 2017 pass a law that says people who don't who aren't even even able to take care of themselves in nursing homes and so and completely and basically crazy are still able to get a gun? Then it's no longer then you then your argument is as in a mental health issue. Then that's a safety. Like you, like everybody should be concerned about that because a crazy motherfucker that you know that can gather up three hundred dollars can go get a gun right now. It doesn't matter if he's crazy or not. They could do a background check. He could have left an insane asylum. Doesn't have none of that shit. He can go get a gun. Like how is that cool? Like how is that safe for anybody? For anybody who what NRA members cool with would be cool with that if they knew that was passed. But if gun manufacturers say, hey, "Man, we need more money, more people to buy more guns." Then you open up the envelope to more people. You get what I'm saying? Like that's that's the only thing I'm saying. Right. Well, you know, like you talk about the um, Mexican Marco Rubio thing. You know, he was from what I heard, he was working with the the Democratic uh, senator or whatever in the state to try to to try to come up with 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 gun 
the regulation reform, however you want to say it. Um, that, you know, but it's, it's weird that, that that point didn't get brought up. Or with, with David Hogg and, and him criticizing Laura Ingram and, and, and Dana Lash or whatever, why not? You know, nobody seems to, to bring up the, the, the FBI, how they dropped the ball with this kid, because, you know, there was. There was what thirty instances where people called nine one one within the back yeah. door. But Kobe, the thing is, yeah, Kobe, they they couldn't do they, their hands. Yes, the FBI fucked up. They got they got several issues. I mean, shit. They if you want to go back with the FBI, they they were held accountable for killing uh, Martin Luther King. Like I'm I'm not I'm not putting the FBI up out of this. You know what I mean? But again, like complaints don't change the fact that. Like, imagine, like, I, I was watching some shit the other day. I forget who it was. Like, imagine if they would have stopped this guy from getting a gun, right? Like, if they would have stopped him. And then he goes on Channel 7 or whatever fucking local channel and says, these people stopped me from getting a gun. And there's no no actual paperwork behind it, right? Like, why they stopped him. The NRA and Second Amendment people will be going fucking bananas. Like, the the far extreme, right? I, 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 understand, I understand that completely. Like, you can't, you can't just take... Do something without cause, because yeah. then you open yourself up to all kinds of all kinds of legal actions. But, but when when this kid was talking about you know shooting up the school and, and saying he's a possible shooter, he's a possible school shooter. I, I feel like there was it was kind of like they brushed it off almost too almost too lightheartedly. Yeah, no, and and they absolutely and they a hundred percent absolutely did. They did the same thing. No, they they every listen for for that terror shit and I'm completely agreeing with you on this for that shit to have happened it had to fall through the cracks at every level right everybody had to make us make them it had to go perfectly wrong for this horrible day to have happened not disagreeing with you at all but the conversation afterwards like what so this is what I see I know you don't have Facebook but this is what I see on my social media from people right like there'll be a speech of like this 11 year old girl saying are you saying that my my life is worth less than a gun. I have friends of mine or people that I was in an army with that say yes. Or, oh, this is just the far extreme left, you know what I mean, being ridiculous and, and victim blaming. I was like, hey, bro, she's 11 years old, man. Like, where did we, what, how far have we fallen? We're an 11-year-old girl crying on a stage. It was like, oh, fuck this kid. You know what I mean? Like, yo, like, they're not, they're just asking to live. You know what I mean? They're not asking for some crazy fucking thing. Like, it's terrifying that I work with people who have kids and that are in high school and stuff like that, that, you know what I mean? Oh, there was a, a terror alert at my kid's school. I had to go pick them up like that. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where the, like, I don't listen. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have all the answers. Cause I, I, I honestly don't, but when people lose the, lose the empathy and have the, and lose the, the ability to have the conversation. Cause these are kids dying and, you're just, and your response to it is like, well, fuck this kid. Then I, I lose all respect for you. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm talking about people that are that to the extreme. That won't even have the, like, and I ask them too. I'm like, yo, man, come on the podcast and let's talk about it. And they won't do it. Because they, you know what I mean? Just like Nicholas Cruz, which was the dude at Parkland, just like they hide behind the internet. You know what I mean? But it's the same people that are like, oh, give teachers guns. All right, cool. Let's, we can talk about that. If you want to, but they won't come on here. I'm like no, no teacher I know, and if you know teachers, no teacher you know, unless they're they check every box. Like if they're a former veteran, you know what I mean. Don't have PTSD and all this different type of shit. Maybe they maybe they could get a gun. I maybe be a security guard, but realistically, you can't be like think about. I always this is the the question I always pose to people right when they talk about that, and I'll ask you this if you is that remember when you were in high school. All those years ago for the both of us, we're, we're about the same age, right? Like, you go back in high school, you knew everybody's business, right? You knew, at least for me, right? Like, I knew what teacher was going through a divorce. I knew what teacher was fucking with what te- this teacher. You know what I mean? You All this different type of shit. You're telling me that you're not going to know what teacher has the gun? You know what I mean? How, what what happens if, if you get into a situation where the teacher feels scared for one of the students just and and in Florida you she goes with stand her ground or he does. I mean so you're gonna you're gonna kill the kid? What if you're gonna have to kill the kid that you taught last year in AP history? 
because that person's a shooter. Are you are you as a as a history teacher going to be able to to find a target in a, in a sea of children and kill that child? Like, how are you asking that the people who aren't trained for it? You know what I mean? That just did. A, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like completely opposed to the idea. You know, if there are teachers that want to do that and they go through the proper training and the proper whatever, and they want to conceal carry, that's their right. Right. To do so. But I don't think that's going to you giving giving every teacher a gun and saying, "Hey, protect kids." That's not going to help because you know some schools have an armed security guard. Yep. As is, you know, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas had an armed security guard. Yep. Exactly, and that didn't stop the shooter. Yep. And, and I think it all boils down to if a bad guy wants to get a gun, he's going to get a gun. If a bad guy wants to hurt innocent people, kids, grown-ups, animals, whatever, it's going to happen. There's no – I don't think there's a, there's an answer that's going to, number one, satisfy the far left and the far right, and number two – an answer period that, that's going to that's going to fix it. I mean, as long as there are guns, and as long as there are bad guys, there's going to be bad guys with guns. Right. You know, um, so so what? You can regulate. You can restrict. You can do whatever. It's just like with with, with drugs. I mean, yeah, drugs drugs have always been illegal. You know, and now big of a drug problem we have in this country. True. Well, yeah. well, we got more problems with legal drugs. Yeah. We got more problem with legal drugs in this country than we do illegal ones. Well, that's true too. You yeah. Know, the old, the old no, that shit is that shit is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, I I don't know. I, I'm glad you know, like you were saying earlier about the, the far right people saying, "Oh, all they want to do is take our guns." And, and, and any person that says a gun is more important than a child's life, that person needs to look in the mirror, take a long yep. look in the mirror. Yep. There's nothing worth the human life. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, because because then people, the people from the far left who put these kids out and they use them as puppets and they say oh look this kid went through this yeah that that makes that kid I use quotation marks an expert in having to deal with that I mean they had to go through something traumatic something tragic and and they had to deal with that I feel for them as a as a parent I feel for them I can't say like I said I can't say I understand or I've been there because I haven't. Um, but at the same time, that doesn't make them an expert in, in, in gun reform, you know, and it's just a slippery slope, man. Um, right. No. And, and, and you're right. And it, and it doesn't make him an expert on, on gun reform, but what doesn't help the conversation in those instances is what we've already talked about, right? Is attacking them for being kids, right? Like they... Like don't 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 attack them because they have an opinion because one one day they're gonna be us, right? Like because then, you know what I mean? Like if if somebody if if you saw something wrong growing up, be like, hey man, what the fuck is this? This is wrong. Like it doesn't change the fact that they see something wrong. I mean, like don't don't just I'm, all I'm saying is like don't attack them for ha- for having an opinion that you don't like, yeah. but you're coming back with an opinion that just attacks them as a person. You know what I, you get what I'm saying? Like attack their ideas and their opinion. Cool. I'm all, I'm all right with that, but don't when you start attacking them as a person, then you're disres- you're still disrespecting a child, and that makes you a child yourself, right? Like don't don't say oh if this person wasn't bullied, and then your response to these kids that went through a massacre is to bully them. Oh shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that you know what I mean that that doesn't help the situation because then that that moots your point of oh if Nicholas Cruz wouldn't have been bullied because I've seen that too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, if if somebody would have helped, oh, yeah. all right, man. But how, again, you're blaming the then you're blaming the survivors. Like, what the fuck? Like, how are you supposed to know? Like, perfect example, right? Liz, I'm sure you've seen it on Netflix. That 13 Reasons Why, right? Like the next the next season is about a school shooting. I don't know if you've seen the new trailer for that. Oh, is it? Yeah, that shit looks crazy. I come on, yeah. yeah. The first the first season was and and having have, of course my little girl's only six. But having a daughter that last, you know, spoiler alert, the last, you know, she, of course, she knows that she dies because of the whole premise. Yeah, yeah. No, the last episode or two, wherever, I mean, it shows what it shows. And that, that kind of hits home, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, nobody's immune to it. Kids, are, kids by, by nature are just terrible. Yeah. I mean, I got bullied and picked on for years. Yeah. You know, and it's just, this poor girl and not. And, and, and now thinking back, it's like, I don't want my little girl to go through that, but I can't be there to protect her. 
24 hours a day. 100%, yeah. So I was on both sides of it, right? Like growing up, growing up, I, I was I was bullied till I hit my growth spurt and then I became the bully, right? Like I've been on both sides of it. And now I hate bullying. Like I only bullied, like, on, the guys on the truth, the reason why you bully is out of insecurity and fear and just oh, be the tougher person and hope nobody, you know what I mean? And hope nobody stands up. But if somebody stands up, you're gonna, you might have to squash them if you're able to. You get what I'm saying? Like, bull, bullying is not, bullying is not a fun, a fun experience on either side of it. It's really not. Like, you, there's, there's no winners in being the bully or the bullier. I think that's, I don't know if that's a word, but fuck it, I'm gonna roll with it. You know what I mean? Like, and then this, the bully, the, the bully, yeah. Hey man, well, like that's the part that, like, yeah, that's the part that that bothers me is like. Is the fact that these are like forty year olds, forty somethings attacking children? Like, look, if you wanna, if you wanna do a point by point breakdown of why they're wrong, I'm okay with that. But if one of your reasons is the t shirt he's wearing, or the haircut he has, or you call Emma Gonzalez a skinhead lesbian, then your point is mute because again, if you're attacking the person, you don't have any ideas to counteract their ideas. You get what I'm saying? Like that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just crazy, yeah. man. On the extreme side, you know. Yeah, like, no, it is. Most, it is. Most of us, like conservative, crazy that that shit was crazy he got shot in his back man No, yeah, they they, they got the reason. I, I I mean, we talked about it too. But it's something different. It's like not the same old like you from a drain swamp. Like 
hell yeah, let's get some shit done. And he yeah. gets in office and all he wants to do is fucking tweet, which is ridiculous. But he yeah. he didn't, and, and uh, spo- spoiler alert, he didn't drain yeah. shit. He, he didn't drain no motherfucking thing. But, uh, no, yeah, I mean, I, I could have told you why Trump won. I, I said it before he won. I was like, yo, he's going to win because he's, he's reaching people and he's not the establishment, right? As rich as he is, somehow people relate to him. Like, there's, you, you don't, you've never shitted in a goat toilet in your life. There's no, there's no similarities between you and Trump in any way. But I understand what he was speaking and it, and it made sense and why people voted for him. I can't knock him for that. I mean, we went, we went too deep and way too political about guns. The fuck is going on? Have you, have you seen, so you saw, we talked about, you saw 13 Reasons Why. Have you seen uh, Doctor Strange on Netflix? Have you seen that yet? No, I've not. No, see, um, I've watched. I mean, I watched. Is it, is it, is it a series? No, it's a mar. It's Marvel. It's it's a Marvel movie. We watched. Me and my old lady watched it on uh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we saw that on uh on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I, I watched Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah, that shit was yo. That shit is like hard to focus, man. Yeah. Well, like when they're doing. Latest, the latest Marvel movie coming out. He's in there. Of course, you got everybody in there. Everybody, yeah. Infinity War. We, bro, I already got tickets. Yeah, I already got Black Pan, Black Panther, Black Widow, uh, Hawkeye, Ant Man, Wasp. Everybody. Have you seen the Black Panther movie? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Have you seen it? No, man. I, the, the few times I was going to see it, man, it, the lines were so long. I'm just going to let it. Let it kind of calm down before I get see it. Yeah, yeah, that movie was really good, man. I really liked it. Yeah, no, it's way too many people. Yeah, I, we were, yeah, I already saw it. It's pretty good, man. I really liked it. I really, I mean, event, Marvel movies, they they can't fuck them up. Like they they haven't done a bad one yet. So, and they've they it just hasn't happened. I've, I mean, I've seen all of them, and I'm looking forward to Infinity War. Yeah, man. Uprising. Yeah, how'd you like that? You know, it's where they got the. the eh, I mean, it was. I was super excited about it from the previews, and then there was a few questions in there that I don't think they answered. But I mean, it was okay. I mean, the first one was pretty good. With some good action scenes, and, right? You know, it, I mean, it, it did what it did. It was some action. It, it was. It was what it needed to be, I guess, huh? Right. Yeah. yeah. It had a, uh, what's the face of son in it? Uh, the black uh, Idris Elba, the black dude. I forget his name. Oh, Eastwood, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint Eastwood, yeah, Scott Eastwood, yeah. Yeah, man, that boy looked just like his dad. That shit crazy. Yeah, he was in uh, he was in Fast and the Furious too. You gonna you gonna see that new uh, that new rock movie? I'm excited to see. Oh, the rampage! Yeah, that yeah. looks pretty badass. Yeah, that looks pretty. I'm a, I'm gonna watch it like when it comes on like TV, because I I, re, I mean listen, I'm I'm a, I'm a very big fan of the Rock, right? Like I'm yeah, big fan, but uh, oh, like his movies, if it's almost like if you want to shut your brain off, you know what I mean? Lately they they've been like, oh, okay, it's just pure action. I mean, like at, at some point, like at least yeah. throw in one like drama in there in time. You know what I mean? Like, a, like I liked him in like Central Intelligence with, and in Jumanji. You know what I mean? Like I like like action oh, comedy. Yeah. I was oh. dying in that shit. You know what I mean? Especially in Jumanji. Are but you, are you talking about? Uh, hey, are you talking about? Uh, he's got two new movies coming out. He's got that movie too called The Tower or something. Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. He's got two. I mean, he's the biggest growth. That's the one you talking about. You- no, I'm talking about Rampage. Oh, Tower looks. I'm gonna hundred percent honest here, Kobe. Tower looks terrible. You think so? Yeah, Tower doesn't look good. Like I saw it, I don't believe it. I, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go see it only because I'm with you. I'm a big rock fan. We're the same age. I mean, yeah. we grew up watching. I mean, I I grew up watching wrestling. I don't yeah. watch it much anymore. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I was watching when he was wrestling. Yeah, me too. Man, I used to I I tell you how far I go back with the Rock. I used to watch him when he was Dwayne Johnson, uh, playing with UM. Remember he he was on the Hurricanes. He was on that same team with like Ray Lewis and Warren Sapp and all them boys. So I I go far back with the Rock. 
Yeah, so I I, I watch him. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I almost feel like man, half like I'm mandated to watch it because I've known him for I've known about him for so long. So yeah, I'm gonna watch it, and I'll probably have to go watch it with myself because my wife won't spend the spend the time or, or money to watch that shit. So it might be one of those that I watch when like she's working. And I just go by myself or some shit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Like Rampage looks crazy, but I, I need some more action comedies out of him, man. I thought I thought the one I thought Jumanji was hilarious. I cried. I cried laughing. I was a. Uh, watch Ballers on HBO. Yeah, I watch Ballers. That's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. He plays a, he plays a pretty good, pretty good role there. Yeah, see that that's I need more of that. Like I think that's I think that's a good look. Like even if he could be like a, like be the bad guy too. You know what I mean? Like be like the mob boss who kills a bunch of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's I'm cool with that too. Fuck yeah! Like he's never been the bad guy. Never. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's like Denzel. Like, like, I don't think Denzel's ever been the bad guy. Uh, training day. Bad training day. Training day, yeah, yeah. Beyond that. Beyond that, that's it. You got shit on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting cases on all you motherfuckers. Yeah, that was, that was, that was my shit. Well, all right, man. I'm, I'm going to get up with you, though, man. All right, brother. Talk to you soon, man. All right, guys. So that was my boy Kobe. Um, always a good talk with him, man. We've done a bunch of podcasts before, but the audio wasn't right, so had to make sure we made that happen, man. We always have a good time and get stupid about shit. So, as always, I appreciate all of you guys that take the time out to listen to my podcast. I'll be back at it again this week, probably by myself going on a rant. Or you never know, man. Might have a guest pop up. All right, guys, have a good one. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.